Coaches, entrepreneurs, high performers, and all those who are striving to make a positive impact on your community, welcome to Elevate. I'm your coach, Colin Mason, and my mission is to help you feel more in control. Expect to see massive growth in your mindset. Expect to see a difference in your energy levels and expect to discover how to create and maintain positive momentum. This podcast is designed to deliver action-packed strategies to help you systematically produce results that align with your ultimate vision. I can't wait to get started. Let's go. What is going on? Welcome back to Elevate. This is your host, Colin Mason, episode 120. Today is Thursday, and that means I have a guest. And my guest today is from Turkey, and she is electric. Her energy is fantastic. And I just met her recently, um, and I'm just so glad. And so um, I'm just so excited to have her in my life now because she is just a fantastic human being and coach. Her name is Bouja Orinel, and she is fantastic. Can't wait to share this episode with you, and let's get it going. I am so excited that you took the time to meet me with me today. We've just met recently and your energy is so intoxicating. It's fantastic. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. Thank you for having me. How, how is everything going? So you're in Turkey right now. Um, tell, tell, me, tell me about that. How, how is it, how's life over there? Life is good with COVID. I think it's the same in everywhere in the world. So it's, we have rules, we have vaccine, we try to, you know, get out of this situation and staying home mostly and try to stay healthy. And I'm just grateful that I and my family are healthy. That's the most important part. That's very important. So tell me a little bit about yourself and what you're so passionate about right now. I'm originally from Turkey and I'm the owner of Joy Marketing and Coaching. I'm an inspirational life coach. I love and I'm so passionate helping people, inspiring people to change their life in a way that they can actually live their life. I think that's that's incredible. I, I love your mission. I love your message. I, I spent um I spent a good portion of yesterday listening to your podcast and really diving into your content. And I'm like, you're you're just you're so you come from the heart. And I think that's something that's really, really powerful. My business coach, my mentor, she calls herself a soul entrepreneur. So basically um an entrepreneur who 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 got who lets her heart guide her as opposed to um other other metrics and other things. And so I just I saw that in you. Um and so I'm just I'm alignment is something that's really, really important to me. And I just feel like you operate your life and your business from a place of your soul and your heart. And so I just, I appreciate that in you. Thank you. It's so nice to hear that. It's so nice to see that it is going across the screen and across the country, like from Turkey to Chicago, you can feel that through Instagram. So that's, I rest my case. I am so grateful to hear that. And I I loved your energy too. And so great to be here. Thank you. So, so um, I, I do, I do have a question. So I, I was um, doing some research, right. And I, I noticed that you left Turkey, you quit your job, you, you went to the United States um, and, and boom, everything started to happen. So t- tell me about that experience. Cause I, I do remember you saying that you didn't really know the language that well. And so like, what, take us through that experience. What was that like? Yeah, I knew a little bit of English for five years ago. I was a human resources specialist in Turkey. I was working in an international corporate job and it was great. Like I had everything that many people can imagine. Like it's a brilliant life, but I wasn't happy. Like you mentioned about soul, my soul was stuck. 
and I didn't have any mentor or coach or whatever. It wasn't a popular thing that time and I didn't have any guidance. I just started searching what could have been different in my life, how my life can be better. And I found neurolinguistic programming and that program, that tool showed me the way, actually showed me the light at the end of the tunnel that I can do stuff. And I found my dreams. I wanted to become a motivational speaker, have my own business. And to do this, I need to speak English, right? I need to, to be somewhere that I can reach more people. And I was always wanted to explore United States. And I was like, let's do it. I finished my training, became coach and learned neurolinguistic programming. I was blowing away and I decided to move. I quit. I know it's, it's a very crazy idea, but I was like, I need to move somewhere where neurolinguistic programming and LP was born. And that was California. All the, the people that I wanted to meet, like Tony Robbins, Brandon Bouchard, they were all in California. And I was like, I need to go there. And I, the next Monday, I quit my job and booked my flight after three months. And I was in Los Angeles and I didn't even understand what the, you know, the pilot was saying on the plane. <laughs> you know, I couldn't even understand that sentences, um, but it was, it was great experience. That's awesome. Well, so, so for people who don't know exactly what is NLP and, and how, how is it so powerful? I mean, you were instantly attracted to it so much so that you moved halfway across the world to, to study it. So what is it? And how, how powerful can it be? It is very powerful and it's dangerous too for people who want to use it in a bad way. So I don't want to mention that. But neurolinguistic programming is a tool that helps you to manage your emotions. It helps you to learn how the mind works. It's like our mind is a computer. And if you imagine your computer or your iPhone, there are a lot of apps, right? And those apps, when you compare to mind, our mind has folders that are our belief systems, our, you know, uh, memories. So you are learning how to manage those. When you feel sad, you learn how to take your power back. You learn those tools. And NLP also shows you the words power. The words we use like you said, alignment, you know, coming from hard. Those are the things telling me you're a very person, like you need to feel stuff. You're a touchable person. You need to touch stuff to feel it. You're, you're a visual person. You can understand those stuff when you have a conversation with someone. So it's easy to shift your personal and professional life when you use neurolinguistic programming in your day-to-day -day life. That's how powerful it is. I love that. Um, I'm, I'm very new to it as well. And so I'm not a practitioner like you. I don't um, dive as deep as, as you have um, dove into it. But um, did you, were you attracted to it to learn more about yourself? Or did you learn it to help other people in, in your community? What, what was your what was your initial thought um, with NLP? First, I wanted to help myself because I was feeling completely lost in my life. I was asking wrong questions to me. I was like, I have job, I have family, I am, you know, I'm healthy, like what's wrong with me? But I wasn't doing what I was meant to do in this life. So that's why my soul was stuck and I was 
it was getting stuck and stuck every day. So when I was discovering, unfolding what's inside of me, then my focus changed to help people because I was like, if I can change this much, I want to share this with the world. Everybody needs this. Everybody is struggling or many people are, you know, losing their health because of the motivation, lack of motivation. And so my focus have shifted since that moment, since I changed my life. Now I'm so passionate about changing others. I'm waking up every day just for this, not for me. If I feel sad or if I feel down, I'm like, no, you are not, you don't matter. I mean, you are matter, but you need to show up for others. And then inevitably you're gonna shift your, your own perspective too. I love that. I love that. Was there a major breakthrough that you had specifically where you just remember it was that big aha moment um, as you started to learn more about NLP and as you started to do this work on yourself? Was there a moment where you're like, boom, something happened? Yes, yes. I, I just remembered and I got chills. Oh my God. I haven't you know, thought about that moment, but I was in a neurolinguistic programming training and I was in another city. So it was great to, you know, even I changed the environment. And in that training, there was a deep session. And in that session, we were getting deep dive into like making decisions. And I was trying to make a decision to, you know, find my way because I was lost. I didn't know what to do. And I learned that I don't want to become my dream anymore. So I actually learned at the age of 25, I don't want to become a human resources manager anymore, but I spent my 25 year to become one. <laughs> and I was in that field. I studied that I was, you know, doing all those things for that. And when it was gone, I was like, shit, <laughs> it's gone. Now what to do? It was great aha moment even though I felt more lost, <laughs> well, what to do now? Now I don't even want to go to work. But that was incredible time that I can open a blind page, fresh, and I was like, okay, so what I want now. Hmm. I love that. There is someone listening to this podcast right now that is connecting with that message. So what, what advice would you give to someone who goes, oh, I feel stuck. I am in this place where I know this is not the right path for me. I know I'm on this journey and it's not the one I should be on. Do you have any advice for someone who maybe is 25 years old and is feeling that right now? Yes, I recommend a me time. If you're not spending enough time with yourself, connecting with your soul, you need that. And I call it a coffee o'clock time because in my culture, we love coffee and I know Americans too, but in Turkey, coffee is something that brings people together. Coffee is something that you can have a cup of coffee, even if you're sad, you can have a cup of coffee, even if you're so happy, like we use coffee for every motion in our lives. So I was like, what if we have a coffee o'clock time for ourselves? And I created this years ago and I use it for my clients and for myself. So have a cup of coffee or tea if you don't like coffee every single morning or sometime find a time during your day that you can be just with yourself. 
sit down in a quiet place, have your hot drink with you, and just, just be, be still, think about what's going on and let your thoughts flow. And if you do meditate, I recommend you to meditate before or after that exercise too. And then write down whatever comes to your mind. It doesn't necessarily, like you don't have to figure it out in one session, you cannot. It takes time, but if you do it, it will open up doors. You're gonna receive some signs. You're gonna receive people in your life that can guide you. And you know, when you wanna have a car and you have the model, let's say you want it, Audi Q5 white. When you think about it, you're gonna start seeing that car more because you're, you're thinking about it and you want that. So it's the same thing. If you wanna get unstuck from your situation, then you're going to receive people in your life who are motivated, who, who can give you some advice, who can hold your hand in your, in your journey. So that's, that's what I recommend. Me time, coffee o'clock. Mine is in the evening. I find, I find the best, like I'm, I'm my most focused and productive in the mornings. And so that's where I really do. And then in the evening, as I slow down, that's where I just take that, that time for myself. And I usually sit down with a pad of paper and I don't necessarily go into it like, Oh, I'm trying to achieve something. I'm trying to, I, I just, whatever comes to my mind, I just kind of write down on the piece of paper. Um, and then after, I don't really set a time, but after, you know, like 10-ish minutes, something like that, I'll just go, wow, that was really relaxing. And then I'll just kind of look at like what I'm, what I was thinking about. Right. And I just think that that's a really powerful thing. Me time. I love it. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's something that um, I've, I wasn't great at before because I'm very achievement driven. I'm, I was a, really good student. I'm like, I have to be doing something. I have to be active. I have to be um, achieving something. And so having this me time for myself, um, there is no goal. There is just, I'm just going to be, I love that. I love that. I just be. Um, so I, you're fantastic. You're fantastic. Um, I, I always come across this saying that you say, and it's just live an authentic life. And so take, take me through that. What is, what does that mean to you? It's a little bit tough journey. Um, I, actually, that's my story. I break social norms. That's my thing. That's my mission in my personal and professional life. And it's not easy to do it because we have been taught to follow all those social norms. Like you have to get married at a certain age. You have to have a you know certain job that is can called like job. And you cannot do that. You know, you should do that. I just hate those things. I hate hearing and, and I love breaking them. I love breaking the rules. And I was a corporate, I was in a corporate business. So I was, even that time, I was using like emojis, you know, stars in my email. And my boss always was telling me like, this is not professional. This is not. I mean, even one star in your email can change life do you know that like it can change it can give a spark to that person if they feel down or whatever because it's it's small things in life we need to we need to find so i believe when we leave those norms or you know the influencers are a big thing too like i think we need to shut the social media out too because it's not healthy most of time, we have to use it purposely. So those people cannot affect our lives in a bad way. So I always believe living authentic life is 
what you believe, what you feel is right for you. Follow your own gut, follow your own soul. And don't listen to anybody who are not aligned with your energy, who try to put you down and just, just be. It's the same thing. Just be because you're already unique. You're already enough for anything. And this is same for your business too. I have a lot of clients in the past and still they're entrepreneurs and yourself too. Maybe you had those moments too or still do because I still do sometimes and I tell myself, no, you have this business and because you created this baby, I call it baby, that's, that's your own unique business. It doesn't have to fit in anywhere because if, if it was supposed to fit in any frames, then you could have stayed in your corporate job because there are a lot of rules, you know, you can follow, but you, you, you crash those rules and you don't want to follow anything. So you're able to create your own rules. So why you are still trying to let somebody to create some rules for you? Like, you know, I don't know. I can go this like for days and <laughs> nights. So I have to stop. I can talk a lot about this. I love it. You're, you're, I just, I know that you're speaking from the heart and you're, and you're living it, but I, I do have a question. It, have you always, have you always felt like that? Like I am a rule breaker. I am an entrepreneur or was it a moment in your life when you were 25, maybe was where it was like, you know what? There's a reason why I'm so rebellious in my, in my corporate job. There's a reason why I'm trying to change people's lives. Was there a moment, like, just take me back. Was it at that time or, or when you started NLP or, or what? It was back in my corporate job too. Um, I had those moments many times, but always I shut my own mouth. I was like, okay, you need to do this. Like, this is the thing. Like you're here, you need to follow the rules. But when those events, those things came together like consistently and like all at once, I remember one day was another huge shift too about corporate job. I was getting a coffee and one coworker walked in and it was like 7 a.m. in the morning. And I was, you know, you asked me if, if I had the energy always. And I did, like, even though I was having a bad day, I was trying to make it the best. And I was like, good morning, how are you? And that guy told me he was very like down and he's like, you can't be always happy. What's wrong with you? And then he left and it was just like, I couldn't close my mouth. I couldn't say anything. And I, I, I said myself, you don't belong here. That something is not right here. No, you, you can't stay in this job. And then another events happened in my job and my personal life too. I was living with my parents and you know, Turkey is way different than the United States. So we have different social norms about mostly for women. And I was like, no, like this is time. I, I just can't, I can't fit in corporate job. I can't fit in the country, the culture. I mean, I need to do something. So that's all those events came together. And I was like, I need a miracle. And that was the first miracle was NLP and then I started my journey and I know now because I'm currently in Turkey, I feel those times sometimes more because now I'm in, in that culture that I kind of escaped to find myself. But because I found myself, now I can change my 
motion easily. Now I'm not getting affected as much as I was before. Now I'm not letting anybody put me down because I know that there's a reason for me that I'm here right now. And there is a why for me to do something for this community because I changed. And as I shared with you, now my purpose is to change others. So there are a lot of people needs that. So I'm just, you know, I'm waiting right moment. I'm very, very open to the universe and I love receiving people when it's the right time. So. I love that. I love that. I think some of the, our biggest breakthroughs are, are some of our biggest breakthroughs come right after that. I've had it moment the, you know what I've had enough. I'm sick and tired of feeling this way. Let's make a major change. Let's change the path. And I think that um, I've had that moment. You've had that moment. Someone who's listening to this podcast is either had that moment or is about to have that moment. I just, I know that. Um, and so I think that the greatest, our greatest, things in our lives come right after, right after that moment. So I really, really, really appreciate that. I also wanted to kind of go back with the social media thing. I think you made a good point. And I just want to ask you further about that. What, it, what, it, what would you say to someone who maybe is, who is, you know, scrolling on social media and is constantly comparing themselves? I mean, I've done it. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, I've never done it. I've done it. Of course I do it. Um, and, but I've found ways to go, you know what, I'm on my own journey. And it's not right for me to compare myself at level one to someone's level 100. Um, and I'm talking more about like entrepreneurs, coaches, people who are, who I look up to. Um, and so, you know, take us through that. What would you say to someone who's struggling with that right now? Well, as you shared, I struggle with that too. And I sometimes catch myself doing the same thing, but again, it's the muscle to create your mind. Like when you catch yourself, if you can catch yourself, that's a huge step you can do. But to be able to get to that point is going with the exercise too, like doing the coffee o'clock exercise, like have your time and feed your soul every day. The more you feed your soul, the more you love yourself, the, the less you compare yourself with others because you're in love with yourself and you don't want what other people have. And again, the, the influencers or, or some people on social media, I want the audience know that, and maybe they already know, they're not real, not all of them. So it's like thinking about, it's a movie. Most people on social media, they're like running a movie and don't let that movie change your mood. Don't feel super happy if you get like thousands of likes and don't feel depressed if you don't have even one like, because if you're sharing something, share it from your heart. Like Colin said, you have to share from your heart and leave it. Don't follow up with your post. what happens. Of course, it's an ad or if you're running a business with that, of course, you need to check the status and create a better way. But don't be obsessed of all those things and leave your phone at least two hours before you go to bed, no matter what. Mm. Don't look at it. Don't look at that screen. Even the light itself, forget about people or other stuff. <laughs> Even the light of your computer and your phone, that itself ruins your, your life. That ruins your mind. And when you wake up, don't look at the first thing, your phone. Have your time first 
breed for it's the same thing again it's like a computer we are like co computer when you shut down when you turn on your computer when you hit the power button it's not gonna opening up like in a second right you have to wait a little bit the you know the air everything is getting together and it's the same for our minds when you open your eyes you're not ready to go when you open your eyes take few breaths and you know drink some water get back to life first then do what's important for you first and then of course you can check your social media but catch yourself i heard from um another coach she was telling this about you can try too if you're like you can't control yourself like you're just scrolling constantly set a timer like say okay 10 minutes do whatever you want look whoever whoever you want but 10 minutes after 10 minutes it's done your meeting is done with social media now you can focus on something else I think it's I think it's hard as, as business owners who are on social media to be like, you know what, I, even though that is a part of my business, I need to make sure I take time away from it. The biggest decision that I've made recently, um, and I don't know why it's taken me this long to do it, but I used to have my alarm clock as my phone, my phone, I would just set it. And so I would turn off my alarm and immediately open all the apps, right? Emails and Instagram and get, respond to all the messages. Um, you know, while I'm half awake, my eyes are not awake yet. And I'm still right. And so what I did is I just I put my phone on the other side of the room, and I bought a different alarm clock. And I just operate off of that now. And it's been a game changer been an absolute game changer. And so I, I just appreciate appreciate that tactic. It's really amazing. Um, I, I have one one a couple more questions really quick. Um, <clears throat> if someone is wanting to uh, post more on social media, create a fitness account, create a business account, create something, um, but they're afraid of maybe judgment of others. I've had multiple people come up to me when I first started getting on social media and kind of sharing my genuine, authentic self, you know, being a little bit vulnerable, telling different stories. They said, I want to do that, but I'm just so afraid. And they, they were college students at the time when I was a strength conditioning coach. I'm just so afraid. I want to start a fitness account because I love it, but I'm afraid. Um, and I think that aligns with your authentic life. So what, how would you, what would you say to someone who wants to show their authentic life on a social media account, but maybe is afraid of what others are going to think? Well, I first um, need to dig dive in like why the, the scary coming from, like, why are you afraid? Um, that's, that's long to find it, but right. that's the core. If you find the why, then you have the how, you have what to do. But let's say you don't know why, but you're afraid. Think about you're talking to your best friend you're talking to just one person, like just her or him will see your post. Don't think about other people. Um, I can relate to it because I was always sharing my content in English once I shifted my life and I was both practicing my English, but also, you know, um, wanna do it internationally. And I had that moment a couple of years ago when I first, had to share something in Turkish, I was like, they're going to read my post, like they're going to completely understand, <laughs> you know? And I was like, then what? I was probably kind of afraid to show my new version, or I was kind of, you know, feeling like, 
oh my god again social norms what are you gonna think about it and i was like that's great that's a great expansion it's great to feel uncomfortable i love that feel uncomfortable it's great to grow so post that first thing in a way that makes you feel good about it feel good about your post don't ask anyone what they think about it do it because that's your account post it and then see how it will turn out how you feel after it you're gonna gain confidence like post by post i love that i love that that's so good so good my last question um is about what's upcoming for you and i believe it's toastmasters contest right are you entering that pretty soon? Toastmasters International Speech Contest. Amazing. T yes. tell, tell us what, what that is for people who are like, what are you talking about? What is that? <laughs> That's the club probably many people know. Um, Toastmasters is a club where you can go to improve your public speaking. There are pathways. It's like a course that you can finish and you can get better about speaking. So I enrolled that club four years ago, probably when I was in the US, they told me like, if you want to be a speaker and you want to improve your English, you should get uncomfortable. <laughs> and yep. I was like, okay. So my first speeches were, was so, how can I say? It's like, I can't even listen to myself. I recorded all my speeches, but I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for those people who had to listen to me <laughs> because <laughs> my energy was good, but the words I was using, you know, the ums and the and the what to say, but it was it was great uh, growth. I highly recommend people. So this is the speech contest where internationally all the Toastmasters will participate, can participate, and then they will find the best speaker of the day who share five to seven minutes inspirational topic that they talk about. So we'll see how it's gonna turn out. This is another thing that I'm leaving my comfort zone and doing something because that's the thing I, I believe when we leave our comfort zone, that's when we can find our true self, our authentic self, because we are finding another version of ourselves that we haven't found before because we never tried that thing before. So that's, that's what's upcoming for me. That's the um, speaking thing that is upcoming. But I have another thing upcoming for entrepreneurs that I want to share. Absolutely, let's do it. Uh, what we have talked previously, that's very much related to it. I have seen a lot of entrepreneurs have been struggling recently with confidence, clarity, and creating their offer. So I'm creating, I actually created, but I haven't um, shared the landing page yet. It's going to be three months program that I will be leading for only 10 people. We are going to do group coaching sessions, one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. I'm going to share neuro-linguistic programming techniques that they can create content. I'm going to guide them to gain their confidence back again as an entrepreneur and then we're going to get clear about their offer. And then we are going to create their best social media strategy. And they are going to learn all the tricks and algorithms about social media so that they can get things that actually sell. 
So I'm excited for this and I'm going to share that probably in a few days. So if you're an entrepreneur listening to this and you feel like I lack my confidence, I want to get more clear about my offer or create a new one, or you just feel like I know all those things, but I just don't know how to create a social media post that can reach more audience, that can really be authentic for my brand, for myself, then you can reach out to me through this podcast probably or through Colin, <laughs> my yep. new best friend. Yes, I'll make sure to put all of that in the show notes as well. And someone resonates with it and wants to learn more, they can definitely go to the show notes. Is there anywhere else that you want to send people if they resonated with you, if they love you, or they're like, man, she, her energy is incredible. Where can, they, where can they follow you? I think Instagram, the best platform. That's what I did for me and for my business. Uh, focusing only one platform has been a game changer for me too, because I was trying to like, do all those platforms like, many entrepreneurs but that's not that that's not good um so it's j-o-y-y-b-u-r-c-u my instagram joy bourgeois but with two y's amazing and i'll make sure to link that as well i just want to say thank you for your time your energy you're, you're just incredible i'm so glad we connected and um a lot of amazing tactical advice that you gave today so i really really appreciate you I appreciate your kind words and thank you so much for having me. I'm so great that we meet and looking forward to more, more stuff together. Let's go.